All right, and here we start. Welcome to another episode of Conspiracy 420. Right. Here is the show where me and Mike Baker will bring up a subject. Um, or we'll talk. Sometimes we get off subject. Sometimes we have an interview. But today, we are talking about the Art of the Covenant. Art of the Covenant. Okay. Now, first of all, just a little cheers. Cheers to everybody out there. Have a drink. You can't watch this show without being yeah. fucked up or saying something fucked up or offending somebody. We get lumped, we get lumped up. Okay. Now, when you think of the Ark of the Covenant, Rob, what do you think about mostly? What comes to mind first? I'm not going to lie to you. I think Ra- of Indiana Jones. Raiders Ra- 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 of the Lost Ark. Right, right. Raiders Ra- 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 of the Lost Ark. Or uh, maybe you're thinking of Charlton Heston with the Ten Commandments. And oh, yeah, the Ten Commandments. Okay. But you're right. I mean, that, that most people don't understand it. Uh, it, it, it. In the West, the United States and the Western countries, we, we, we don't put a lot of emphasis on the Ark. But... I'm going to give a little history of it, and uh, we're going to talk about where it is today, what happened to it, the power that it has. I think it's going to be very interesting. We're going to open some eyes. It, it definitely has some power, and, uh, I, and, I'm, and I'm going to talk about some of the, some of the power you bring that up, because yeah. there's some interesting um, conspiracy about the power. Absolutely. Because the thing has been, if you get too close to it, it has it's killed it's certain kill, people. It's killed people. It's, it's killed it's, people. You know, I have... Uh, definitely, we're going to talk about that. Uh, it, it was brought into battle. Yeah. Okay. Into all these battle. things. Okay. So l- let me just give a little. Well, let me ask you a question. Yeah. This, how did this? How did this covenant start? How did we get this out of the covenant? Okay. Well, gonna I was. I was going to. I was going to start with that. Basically, I'm going to start with a little scripture. All right. Oh, oh, gonna, oh, oh. Get deep in. All right. Now, the reason I'm starting with this is because the Ark of the Covenant is just a container. Okay. That. God had asked Moses to build, okay, to hold the Ten Commandments in on the, the tablets. Yes. Okay. Now, it's also a seat, a throne, okay, that God is supposed to sit on. So, let me read this. It's from Exodus. Yeah. Okay. Exodus 25. It's And this is God talking. All, all right. right. It says, They shall construct an ark of acacia wood, two and a half cubits long and one and a half cubits wide and one and a half cubits high. You shall overlay it with pure gold inside and out. You shall overlay it and you shall make a gold molding around it. You shall cast four gold rings for it and fasten them on its four feet and two rings shall be on one side of it and two rings on the other side of it. You shall make poles of acacia wood and overlay them with gold. You shall put the poles into the rings on the sides of the ark to carry the ark with them. The poles shall remain in the rings of the ark at all times. They shall never be removed from it. You shall put it into the ark, the testimony which I shall give you. And then he says, and thou shalt make a mercy seat of pure gold. Two and a half cubits shall be the length, and one and a half cubits shall be the width. And it goes on to say, two cherubims, which are angels, will be put on top with wings outstretched to make a seat. Yeah. Okay, so that's basically what it looks like. And, and there's very few things in the Bible that are that clear, okay, uh, that, that to make. Yeah. You know what's funny about that? Supposedly, the wood that they used was from the tree of life. The acacia, the acacia tree was the tree of life. Yeah. It, not not the tree of not life. Not the tree, but, they, but that the, was, it was it was known the same as. type of tree. Okay. Yes, in the Garden of Eden. So that's right. the kind of wood they used to build this, right? Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's it's to that part of the world. It's a common type tree. You see it in okay. that part of the world. Now. What's in the Ark? The Ten Commandments. Yep. Now, what's also in the Ark 
is Aaron's rod. Aaron was yes. the, was the brother of Moses. Yeah. Okay, and he was very important if you read the Bible as well. Uh, yeah. His rod was used to it turned into a serpent also yeah, like Moses snake. did. Yeah. Okay. And also there's a pot of manna. Now you've all heard the expression manna from heaven. Yeah. Okay. Manna is like um, it, 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 it technically it, it, it's food from the tamarisk tree. Yeah. But it's just meant to be like any nourishment that God would give you. And the reason it's in there is because the Jews when they were exiled from Egypt, when they left Egypt, not exile, but yeah. after they left, Moses took them into the desert and they wandered for 40 years. They didn't eat. Okay, and God would give them manna from heaven. Manna so it would be it would be a pot of that manna was left in the ark as I guess a remembrance, as remembrance. Of, of that. Right. Now, one other thing that's important is it, it, God had said skins and blue cloth. Okay, covered the ark, creating a veil. All right, can't look at this thing. No. Only the Levite tribe of Jews are allowed to even touch it. They're the only ones in charge of it. They're the only ones that could even get close to it. But you know why? Because they got some. Uh, they got some um, Hebrew blood. They got some Jewish blood in them. Well, they, there's and different tribes. There's different. Tribes. There's different tribes. The Levites was the one put in charge. But they also are Christians. Well, that goes no, not yet, not but at they, that point. I mean, not at this point. But I mean, now they're pretty much Christian. They're not. They're not. Yeah, really um, uh, that's debatable. I mean, I, I think that there were a lot of converts eventually yeah. through the Levites um, once Jesus came along. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it was all the tribes converted. Yeah. So you know, I, I would I would say that's accurate to a point. Yeah. Uh, now, forty years of wandering through the desert. Okay. The ark used to be placed in a tent. Yeah. Okay, and it was called the tabernacle. Now, after the death of Moses. Joshua was put in charge of the Israelites yeah. to lead them in. Okay, yep. and basically, when they crossed the Jordan River, uh, they the way they used to march with the ark with the ark is they would put the ark first, of course, and all the people would be behind it. Now, when they got to the Jordan River, the before they even stepped in it, as they were stepping into it, it parted and dried up and it made a pen. Now I'm not talking about the Red Sea. No, I'm talking Jordan. about the Jordan River, okay? Yeah. And basically it, it, it just, you know, dried up and it made a pathway and that was all from the power of the ark. So they could walk through exactly. and take the ark to the next journey. Right, right. So, in, into Israel. Into Israel. So let me ask you a question uh -huh. about this ark wasn't made right away. Was it made a year after the Ten Commandments, right? It was made around the same time. I think, you know, time frame. I heard it was like a year because we had the Ten Commandments and then the year marked the day of since he got the Ten Commandments. Well, look, it, it, in those days. Something to hold it. Well, think about it. Think about it. If, if, if God told Moses, I'm going to give you a testimony, yes. okay? Eventually, Moses went up to the mountain and he had these tablets and then God transcribed on them, yeah. okay? It probably took a year to make an ark because they had to have the wood oh, yeah. and they had to melt the gold over it. Oh, you know what yeah, I'm saying? So yeah, maybe yeah. it took a year, maybe it took six months. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, they're right. in the middle of the desert. How are they going to do that? Yeah, right? How the hell do <laughs> so, you sure it was a 15 commandment? Like in, oh, like in Mel Brooks? <laughs> <laughs> These 15, boom, 10 commandments. 10 commandments. <laughs> yeah, that's great. You know that technically God is the first, the 10 commandment was the first thing that used to cloud. Yeah. yeah. Right. Think about Mo that. Moses in the cloud. In the yeah. cloud. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now, after 
Israel was established, okay, there was lots of infighting and wars with different tribes, and there was the Battle of Jericho. Now, what they used to do is they would bring out the Ark in battle. Yeah. Now, you've heard the walls of Jericho, yes. you've heard that yes. before. It was a walled city, and what they did was they marched around the city for six days with the Ark. And on the seventh day, they blasted a ram's horn a couple of times and with the ark there, and the walls came down, and they conquered the yeah. city, okay? And the walls yeah. yeah. You know, now, you know, this is the power of the ark I'm talking about here. It's also mentioned in, in 1 Samuel in the Old Testament that 70 people died at one time from looking at the ark. Yes. Okay? Um, also in 2 Samuel, all right, David, King David, was a messiah. Yes. You know, okay. Oh, he was definitely a messiah. Yeah, he, he won a battle against the Philistines, and in celebrating, uh, there was a guy named Uzzah and Ahio, uh, Ahio, okay, and they touched the ark. Uzzah actually took the ark to move it, and he put it in a cart, which you're not supposed to do. It's supposed to be carried by people. Yes. Okay? So not only did he do that wrong, then in shifting it, he touched it. Well, he burst into flames and yes. was destroyed. People burst into yeah. flames. Yeah. It, like, it was like a weird power had. Yeah. So here I'm going to go to a little bit of the history of that. Supposedly, what, what the thing is that's causing thing that they got some kind of electric, like electric shock wave. That's why it does it. But how do they get that electric shot away? Nobody knows. So what people think when Monster was up there, yeah. he actually broke down pieces of meteorite. That's a theory. Pieces they, of they, meteorite. This, this, yeah. And they put it inside this. That's why it made it so strong. So when the meteorite is in this covered in gold, yeah. it created some kind of electro, like, like something electric. And that's what people would touch it. They would get electrocuted. They would get into fire because the thing was some sort. Yeah. Some people could touch it and some people couldn't the, touch the, it. There's a, there's, a, there's a book, okay, uh, by an author named Graham Hancock called Sign, The Sign and the Seal. Very good book about this. And it goes into what happened to the Ark, and, and, and I believe a lot of it's true, but one theory that he posts is that uh, you know, there's some kind of alien intelligence. I, you know, I mean, to me, it, 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 uh, you know, I, I kind of believe it's God. Yes, me. You know why? Because look at the pyramid. There's pyramids in Peru. There's pyramids. Yeah. There's pyramids all over, and they all got the same kind of built. If you look at every pyramid, they all yeah. got the same I mean, how they do that? Even to today, yeah. people say it would take millions and millions of years to do these right. things, and these people did it. Right, right, right. You know, so that's what I'm telling you. Yeah, so the, the covenant having some mystical power, even some alien technology that said these are the only people got to get touch, and it starts zapping people. Maybe it was like... Well, only certain people could look at it. Only yeah. certain people was allowed to be close to it. Oh, there were people okay. that would go blind if, if you, they looked you, at it. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I mean, talking about the Ark in modern times, we could talk about that too. People still go blind. But oh, yeah. We'll, we'll oh, get, yeah. To, we'll that get to that later. Yeah. Okay, now, the historical disappearance of the Ark, all right, in Second Chronicles... Uh, there was a King Josiah. Yeah. Now he asks the Levites to return the ark to the temple of Solomon. But what's strange is, is that there's no explanation about why it was removed in the first place. So it's like kind of confusing at that point. But there's a story that we need to tell. Yeah. Okay. That's very important in the history of the ark because uh, it, it takes it in a totally different direction. Now the Queen of Sheba. Sheba, yes. Okay, is mentioned in uh, 
First Kings, yep. chapter 10. Now it says that the queen, who's unnamed at this point, just the queen of Sheba. Yeah. And I'll bring more up on that later. Uh, the queen of Sheba heard of the fame of Solomon, heard about his relationship with God. Uh, she was a sun worshiper. Yeah. Okay. But she heard about his devout faith, his intelligence, his wisdom, uh, and decided to go to Jerusalem, take a caravan from Sheba. The, the, which she, she, Sheba was Ethiopia. Yeah, Ethiopia. Okay, in Africa. So she yeah. had to travel up through Egypt, across into Gaza. Towards, she traveled. That was a long travel long back trip, then. Long trip. Now, when she got there, she was totally overwhelmed by his palace and his servants and the temple that he built also. Now, he, she was impressed by his faith in God. And she gave him as a gift gold spices and and precious stones that according to the bible says was uh, the amount and the the quality was never never given before or since yeah okay it was an amazing amazing gift okay uh he would actually take that gold and make chariots out of them uh statues goblets to drink from uh shields hammers all out of the gold now that's the, really the only mention of the Queen of Sheba in the Bible. They probably made like spears and stuff. Like yeah, that spears, also. right? Anything, you know. He, he, he. It was a gift that she gave. Uh, it's she, another question. Here's an interesting question. Yeah. You think out of that gold they made the the the, the spear of destiny? No, no, no. Oh, you mean later? I mean, later, oh, out of oh, that oh, gold. Well, this, is very, I, like, yeah. this is very unique gold that they made I mean, there. That would be... They never said the Spirit of Destiny was gold, but... I, I, that'd be, but that'd they be, always showed that ending, they got, like, that, oh, that gold little tip. gold tip. Maybe. And then... And the, they the Romans, the I mean, who, who knows? There's a lot of things. I mean, it was never... It's possible. I'm it was just saying, you said. know, that's because right there, judgment by Sutherland yeah. and these guys... Yeah. That's already like kind of a. It's well, you're talking, you're talking. You're talking like yeah. I mean, it would make sense. I mean, you're like at least 500 years before. But, but they said this is the spear yeah. that lasted. Imagine this is the spear of destiny, man. Be, that's a good theory. I never thought of that. All right. But Things you learn get, in the conspiracy theory. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. Now, what I want to get into here is is some deep shit. All right. Okay. Uh, there's a book called the Kebra Nagast. Have you ever heard of this, Rob? Uh, actually, today when I was studying, the book actually popped up on okay. Google and stuff. It's, so. a, it's an Ethiopian text that basically explains the whole relationship of uh, the Queen of Sheba yeah. and, and Solomon. Solomon. And goes into what happened with the Ark. Okay. And it's a, it, it, it's a, it's a foundation of the Ethiopian Coptic Church religion yeah. and the Ethiopian faith in general. So I'll go into it a little bit. Now, in this text... The Queen of Sheba is named, and her name is Makeda. Okay, now he, she hears about the wisdom of King Solomon and travels to Jerusalem, just like it's said in the Bible. Yeah. Okay, and she's totally impressed with everything, and she decides at that point, she tells him, I'm going to convert from sun worship to the God of Israel. Now, yeah. he's, he's totally... Uh, enamored by her she's a beautiful woman but this is also amazing the person that was a son you know at some point wanted pretty much join Judaism at that time yeah. it was Judaism right? Judaism it was, yeah. it, was, it, was it was it was Hebrew it was she Hebrew was, it was Judaism yeah. Judaism so she right. wanted to and that's like something that didn't happen yeah. people would have just leave and 
convert now, like that, but now, that means she had a lot of belief in him. She, she she heard about him from people that had traveled from Ethiopia into Jerusalem. There's this king; he's extremely wise. She heard about all this and traveled yeah. there and was totally impressed and said, "I believe this. Yes. Okay, I believe in the God of Israel." So he was very impressed, and he made feasts in her honor that she was there. All these things, and when she makes that announcement. Um, he was enamored with her. He was admiring her beauty. She was a beautiful woman. And he, he wanted her for a wife. Solomon loved was women. Was he married before that? Solomon had a lot of women. He had a lot of, a lot of queens. Lot of women. Okay. He had hundreds of concubines at his disposal. Uh, he was known for, for loving the ladies. Okay, now, Sheba, you know, hanging out with him all night. They were partying, drinking, whatever. Okay, smoking the kibbasier. She caught on to his intentions, okay? He, he wanted her, okay? And she said she had to leave. She had to go back. And he asked her to stay, you know, one more night, okay? And when she caught on to his intentions, she said to him basically like, please don't take me by force because the journey back to Sheba will be a sad journey if that happens, yeah. okay? And he said that he wouldn't take her by force as long as she took nothing from him by force. Okay, now keep that in mind. Yes. All right. Now they're partying. They're, 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 the food is, is, there's meat, there's all kinds of great food that she never had before. Um, it's bedtime, okay? And they're sharing a room, okay, but not doing anything, okay? And she wakes up in the middle of the night and she's thirsty. She's parched. Totally from probably salty meat yeah, and, and everything. Yeah. Okay. But there's nothing to drink by her bed. The the, the, the bottle that would be left there for her was empty. Okay. Because so, Solomon drank it. <laughs> no, no, no. It's even, it's even better trick than that. Okay. So she goes over to where he is. And he's actually pretending to sleep. Oh. All right. It's just like a guy to come up with this. Okay. And he's pretending to sleep, and then right next to where he's sleeping on the table, I guess, next to the bed, is a nice big pitcher of water. And she goes over to it, she goes to grab it, and he grabs her hand and says, what are you doing? And he tells her, you know, you're taking something from me by force, okay? Brilliant! Right? Okay. She realized what she did, and she agrees to sleep with him. Okay, and just she, for a drink of water. That's yeah, the man. She was so she was so thirsty. She agreed, and he said, "I'll give you water if you know if you sleep with me." Basically, look, you broke your oath. Okay, so cheers to Solomon for that. <laughs> no wonder he was a king of wisdom. <laughs> wisdom of Solomon. So, um. On the way back to uh, to Ethiopia, it was a long journey. She gave birth to a son. Okay, so it took nine months to go back to Ethiopia wow. from there, right? And she gave birth to a son. His name was Menelik. Menelik. And they went back to Ethiopia. She was the queen. She continued her reign. And after 22 years, Menelik decides he wants to go to Jerusalem and get to know his dad. All right, so the queen lets him go. 
And uh, after some time of being there, he gets along great with his father. Uh, Solomon welcomes him right away. Was he the next heir to he, be the He king? was the right. He Well, Solomon says, uh, you know, well, one thing I got to mention is like there was a ring that Solomon had given Shiva Shiva. when she went, when, you know, Makita, when when she left. And that same ring was on Menelik's finger, so he knew it was him. Okay. Okay, just so you know. But um, uh, Menelik uh, didn't want to stay. He just wanted to know his father and then go back. Okay. And Solomon was like, no, I I want you to succeed, succeed me as king. He wasn't interested Wow. And all he asked for was a little tassel of from the cloth that covered the ark. Now, Solomon said, I'll give you the whole cloth. And he did. Okay. He also said, I'm going to give you um, a group of firstborn sons of all the elders of this kingdom to go back with you to Ethiopia. To stay so he's there, pretty to much stay giving there. him like an army, like a, not so much an army or as, as kind of like to grow up together k- kind with. of like to just make sure the kingdom expanded. Oh. Oh. Oh, <laughs> make sure the kingdom expanded into that area. It was okay. about heirs and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. Okay, so there's one of the one of these these eldest sons is unhappy that he's being sent there, and he goes into the temple. And steals the ark. <laughs> and Will bring, he touch the ark? Well, obviously he could. I mean, this is all, mm, you know, mysterious. Yeah, okay? So he, he steals the ark and brings it with the caravan that's going back to Ethiopia. Menelik doesn't know this. But wait up. If that's supposed to be on wheels, it was supposed to be carries or eat Well, there, some exception must have been made here because it, you'll see. All right. Okay? Now... Solomon, uh, after finding out that the ark got stolen, he pursues Menelik. Okay, now he had chariots, he had an army, and that army took off after Menelik. I think it might have been a couple of days ahead, yeah. but he should have been able to catch up to him, given the power of his army and the quality of his soldiers and all that stuff. But what happened was, when you saw Menelik's caravan, people that witnessed it saw that it was being led by angels and it was ex- traveling extremely fast holy shit right okay so you know Solomon was catching wind of witnesses that's you know going down to Ethiopia saying you're not going to catch these guys there's angels leading that caravan okay and after a while he gave up the chase because he realized this must be all part of God's plan. Yes. Okay? That God wants the ark to go to Ethiopia. Ethiopia, okay. okay? So Menelik returns to Ethiopia. And Queen Makeda, at that point, she abdicates her throne. And gives it up to her son. Okay? And Menelik would would reign for a while. Um, so was he the king? He became the king of Ethiopia. Right? But he, was he also the king of Solomon's kingdom? Because they wanted him to be... Not, not, not technically, because he, he, he never succeeded him technically. But technically... technically he could have been. He could have been. He could have been. Well, that's, that's the connection between Ethiopia and Israel. Wow, all right. Okay. So who all took through the line of Sheba. Who, who took over Solomon after that? Who was the guy that took over? Uh, I don't, one of his there, there, was, there was a couple of kings. No, I don't think it was. I, I have to look that up. I can't say I know for sure. Yeah. But um, 
what Menelik would do after that is he would bring the Ark into battle, and nobody ever beat him as an as emperor when he had the Ark. So how was it revealed to him that he had the Ark? How did he? He found out? out just like it's here. You know, somebody told him the Ark is is there, and then he realized something was going on. Obviously, the way they were traveling. Uh, here's my thing. You know, once Solomon gave him the cloth. I think the cloth was the thing that could cover the uh, the cover the, the the art, yeah. and from there on it would follow wherever the cloth went because it wanted to be covered. Maybe, uh, but it, uh, it was all part of God's plan to have the ark sent to Ethiopia, right. and that's where it is today. But we'll 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 get on to that. Now, one thing I got to mention about the Keber Nagast is that at the end of the book, it concludes with a prophecy that says the power of Rome will be eclipsed by the power of Ethiopia. So it's very interesting. Um, now, Ethiopia is is the only country in history to ever convert from Judaism to Christianity. Yeah. And that's also in the Bible because the Apostle Philip in Acts 8 traveled through Gaza from Jerusalem and met an Ethiopian servant. Uh, he was actually a eunuch, okay, uh, of the Queen Candace of Ethiopia. They cut his balls. They cut it off, yep. And that was just because... He was always around the queen, and they couldn't have that. They couldn't have that. No dicks allowed. No dicks allowed. Okay? So, he was returning from uh, worshiping in Jerusalem, and he runs into the uh, the apostle Philip, who tells him about Jesus. And at the time, he was reading the book of Isaiah of the Old Testament. Yeah. And Philip tells him, no, you got to tell you about Jesus. And he gets converted on the spot. Okay? He goes down to some water. He gets baptized. And at that moment, Philip disappears. And he goes to a, he appears in another city somewhere else. Wow. Okay. Now he went back to Ethiopia, told the queen what happened, and Ethiopia converts to Christianity. Just like that. Just like that. Okay. Now. But what's the queen already converted? No, she, she not wasn't. that. Not that queen. They were Jewish. Oh yeah, they were, they were Jewish. Jewish. All right. They were Jewish. They so which queen was this that converted? Queen, right queen Candace. Queen Candace. So she met this servant, this eunuch, he told it was her story. servant, yeah. She told about this guy he met, and he told about the teaching of Christ. And from that, it was like, boom, we're yeah. going to become Christians. Now, you know, I, I believe in the Keber Nagast. Um, it's a matter of faith for me. But there is a couple of things about it that doesn't line up with history, okay? okay. Now, one thing is that uh, there is historical evidence about certain timelines about the Ark. Now, one thing is that it may have been stolen from Solomon's temple during, you know, after Solomon was dead, okay? okay. Where there was a king, Massa, of Judah, and he was an evil king, okay? And this was around 650 BC. Now, there's some evidence that at that point, the Ark had traveled out of Israel, Israel, down towards Egypt, and spent some time on what's called Elephantine Island. It's, it's an island, a big island that's in the middle of the Nile River in Egypt, okay? And there, there is evidence of a Jewish temple there that was built exactly as a replica of Solomon's temple where the Ark was in Israel. They made a replica of it there. Wow. And some of the writings show that the Ark may have been there, okay? okay. It spent about 200 years there, okay? Now, also one thing to mention about that particular location is the people that built that temple were Levites. So they were in charge of the ark. So it makes sense. Yes. Okay. Um, now, eventually, that that temple would be attacked by pharaohs of Egypt, and the, the, the ark would have to be removed again. Which is something that happened all the time. People, all the time. All the time. People, I, can, I, I think it's some people were the covenant was very that ark was very wanted. 
Of so course, people wanted, wanted the to power of it. it. But the problem is, here we go again. The art has the power that it can that it can destroy army and stop army. That's can, why they well, wanted it. And but it's something that if you don't have the right touch, you can't touch it. They didn't worry about that. They they, wow. want, they wanted that power. They were willing to risk that. They knew. But they figured maybe if they can have some Levites around or something, maybe, who knows? That's what, it, that'll be no Power, yeah. absolute power, you know, corrupts absolutely. Okay? Wow. So, around 470 B.C., the, uh, the, the Ark was supposedly moved again down to uh, Tanakirkos Island. Now, there's a Lake Tana in Ethiopia where Tanakirkos Island is. And uh, it, it, it's at the base of the Nile, where the Nile starts. Now, there is a Jewish temple there, and it supposedly stayed there for 800 years. Now, here's where it gets very interesting. Because at that point, 470 BC, if it stayed there for 800 years, this would be carried over into AD times, after Jesus Jesus was born. Now, that was historically in the time of Christ. So, there's a story, and there's a book that was found by archaeologists on Tanakirkos Island in this old Jewish temple that's still there, okay? Um, it was a, an old book, handwritten with illustrations and everything, and it basically explained that Christ, when he went to Egypt, because remember he had to leave? Yeah. When he was a child? Yeah. When he was a child, the family, Jesus, Mary, and Joseph, went down into Ethiopia to uh, Tanakirkos Island, where the ark was and Jesus sat on the mercy seat okay between the cherubs okay and that was where God would speak to the to the to the Levites now he's sitting on that spot okay and you know getting all the knowledge that he had okay and he knew what he would have to do and he knew he would have to die and all that stuff okay now uh I kind of believe this. Um, there was a book I read called Jesus in Ethiopia. That was, the, that was the seat of God, technically, right? Right, the mercy seat. Mercy. It's called the mercy seat, okay? And uh, there's a book called Jesus in Ethiopia that goes into this in incredible detail. It's really yeah. good. So Jesus sat on the ark. Yeah. He downloaded all this knowledge. He knew right. what he needed to do. He knew now I need to save mankind. I need to teach my brother and sister. I need to start this new religion. This new holy, this new chain. I wouldn't go so far to say starting a new religion. He technically I think it was, it was well, technically, man, man created the religion. There's a difference between Jewish and Catholic well, and Absolutely, Christian. But, but, but you have to understand the term religion. Religion yeah. is a you know, man-made belief system. Oh, yeah, okay. Okay. But he created yeah. another chapter of belief. Absolutely. Belief, well, he was, he was spreading the word. He was saying, no, what, the, way you're, the way you're worshiping is not correct. You need to do this. Okay, that's what he did. Okay, yep. and now many centuries—not not too far, but many centuries later—the Knights Templar, okay, during the Crusades, yes, were, 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 they had knowledge of uh, the Ark being in Ethiopia. Yes, and they would eventually uh, the, the Ark after it left uh, Tanakirkos Island would end up in Axum. Ethiopia, okay, yep. in, a, in, yep. a, in a cathedral, yep. a church. Now, the Knights Templar knew about this. During the Crusades, the Knights Templar set up headquarters at in Jerusalem at the um, 
the uh, Temple Mount where Solomon's temple stood at one point. Yep. And they spent years digging tunnels under there trying to get to the so-called treasures that would be under there. Yep. Okay? They believed it to be there. Now, some say they found things. Uh, some say they didn't. But uh, there was a king, Lalabella, okay. of Ethiopia. And he was actually exiled out of Ethiopia, forced out. Why? And what did he do? He pissed off the wrong people. <laughs> what happens, you know? And he got thrown out. He was in exile in Jerusalem. And he met with the Knights Templars. Okay. Now, it's, it gets a little, you know, different right here as to what happens. Okay. Now, in Lalabella, there's an area of Ethiopia called Lalabella, named after him. And it has an, uh, rock churches. Now, these churches, you got to look this up online, people. Oh, it's, these it's, are the churches that go down. They yes, don't even they're, know they're how carved, they're made. They, they don't know how they were made. They're carved into the rock from the top down. There was no technology in those times that could do and that. They're actually very nice architects. They're beautiful. Like they, they, like they were short. I saw these things. They didn't even know how to make it because it wasn't really Nobody made knows. out of mud or something. No, it was rock. But it was rock. But like it made it and they, they had like open. And supposedly this rock thing was the house of the governor for a while. But they didn't know how the hell they got in there. Well, I don't think, no, um, the Ark was never there, as far I, as I, I know. I thought the but, Ark but was they, there but, for a while. Cause, no, I don't think so. But, but it was a weird place, because it was created like... It, there's, there's, it was a holy place. Now, the, the legend is that angels created it, okay? Um, there, there was witnesses of angels just carving out the rock. Yeah, okay? how the hell will you get down there? There was, no, there was no way to do it technologically. You would need, like, diamond... Yes, the way, they didn't have that during the Middle Ages. Too, but it was a very that. nice, like they did, like yeah. little windows and this no. stuff. And look, but did you ever notice? Look at them close. There's Templar crosses all over them. Oh yeah, I saw in that in Ethiopia. Yes, so I saw wh that. Wh why? Okay, the Templars were there. They probably built it with some technology that they got somehow. Okay, through. God's intervention or whatever, okay? And they built, the Templars built those churches, okay? The the, 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 the Knights Templar cross those, those was, not, was not ever in that area. You want to hear something? Yeah. That, that, that structure has been found in other places, almost the same structure, believe it or not. A little different, but it's the same. Yeah, how well, the hell well, did this well, get well, built? Also Gothic-style churches. Yeah, how did that get built? Nobody knows. They just, they appeared out of nowhere. Like right now, when you, like, when they you, say, even to today, you got to figure out how to fucking... They didn't have anything to, like, write that, script that. No. Cut that in the... It was no. cut into the no. fucking... If you look at Gothic cathedrals, okay, in the evolution of building things in this world... You could say, okay, this came from this, and then before that, you had that idea. Got Gothic structures came out of nowhere. Yeah. Okay? Now, the Knights Templar, or when they built the Lalabella, wasn't exactly a Gothic structure. But it still was unique, and there was no way that could have been built in that time. Yeah. Okay? But it was. Now, here's the interesting thing. All right? There's a cathedral in Chartres, France. The Chartres Cathedral that has a large carving and a pillar in it, and this is a Gothic cathedral, Yeah. that it shows the Knights Templar, or the Knights bringing the Ark on a cart, and uh, it doesn't make any sense why it's in that cathedral. 
why that carving is there. Some people say the ark is in, the, in beneath that cathedral. The Templars built that cathedral. Okay, when they came back from the from yep. the Middle East. Okay, now here's another thing. There's rumors that there's stories that the ark was actually smuggled into Scotland. Oh, okay, yeah, I got you, that. You got that story. I got, I got Ireland, e- Egypt, yeah. Rome, United yeah. Kingdom, Southern Africa, Ethiopia, and Mount ne- Nebu. Mount ne- oh, Mount Nebu is a. Uh, these are the locations in, in, in Ethiopia, I think. These are the locations sure. that supposedly the ark was. Yeah, yeah. Now, how the hell did that shit get to Ireland? <laughs> I don't, yeah, I think that's a little, you know, false. No, but fetch. This, this is all the thing that I found. No, I, I, I know. And and there, there's, there's, there's been there's been theories of this, okay, based on legends of areas and stuff like that. Yeah. Now, okay. We've been talking about Middle Ages. If this thing did, that got to go back to the Crusade with King Lionheart and all that. If they did, if that thing ever winded up like in Europe or in the or the United Kingdom, yeah, it goes back to the King of the, the fucking like well, King Lionheart. Like here's these the, other here, here's the thing: by by the year thirteen twelve, okay, thirteen twelve, the Knights Templars would be arrested, okay, and they would be held for blasphemy, heresy, all these things by the Pope, or Pope Pope Clement the Fifth, I think it was. Okay? And the truth was is he just wanted their fucking treasures. Yeah, that's okay. Just they had all kinds of stuff, they had information and they felt that they were getting too powerful, so they disbanded and arrested and, and killed everybody. But you know what? If they would have kept going killed they, all were, the they were very They were onto something. They were onto something. Yeah, they were onto something. Now we we're talking Middle Ages and ancient times, yeah. Old Testament times. It goes on today, okay? Italy, fascist Italy, 1935, Mussolini's in charge. He invades Ethiopia. Now, he did it for upfront, he did it for different, you know, he said, oh, we're going to avenge a battle that happened in, where Ethiopia beat them in the 1890s, also to bring back Italian pride and whatever. Yeah. Okay? The truth is, he wanted the Ark. Yeah. Okay. Now, the invasion of Italy, I'm sorry, of Ethiopia by Italy, uh, never got an official blessing by the Vatican. It was it was under the surface. Okay. Pope Pius XI didn't bless that battle, you know, the war publicly. Okay. But the League of Nations was quiet on it. Okay. At the time, now these were two League of Nation nations members, Ethiopia. And Italy, they should yep. not have been fighting. They should have not been they fighting. They should have been at stopped. All. Mussolini should not have been allowed. To, the other countries should have went to war and stopped it. Okay. Yeah. But they didn't. Now. But there you go. There were. There was. You know. Everybody up front was was putting their game face on and saying, well, we're, you know, this is why we're going in, not the real reason. Real reason was to get the ark. Oh, okay. that's what everybody yeah. wanted. The same reason why yeah. they also wanted the, uh, the, the, the spear of destiny. They wanted all those. Right, because of the power. Because, of the, because power. of the power. Now, now um, even though they had their game face on, some of the lower levels of the Vatican, some bishops ran their mouths in certain publications and said things like, oh, yeah, you know, because the Ethiopia has all these holy relics. Also, they said how Ethiopia, the Ethiopian Coptic Church claimed to be the real Christian church oh, as no. opposed to the Roman Catholic Church. They had a problem with that. Yes. Okay? Now, during the invasion, all right, uh, Haile Selassie I, His Imperial Majesty, um, fought as hard as he could 
against the Italians. But they were a mechanized army. The Ethiopians oh, yeah. were not. He had asked the League of Nations for help. They refused. He fought as long as he could, a couple of months, and he had to leave. He went into exile, okay, in the UK. Now, uh, before he did, he made sure of one thing. The he, was he hid the ark. Yeah. He hid the ark. Okay. It was supposed to be in um, uh, the uh, the Church of Our Lady of Mount Zion. Oh yeah, Mary, that's Mary, of, that's Mary, that's Mary, St. Mary be, yeah. of Mount Zion. Okay, and uh, he removed it and hid it. Okay, went into exile. Now there was um, there was a, a lieutenant in the uh, the Italian army named Pavolini. And he searched on Tanakirkos Island, okay, for the for the actual ark. And it was actually the, wow. do, the documentation of the journey down there was published in a magazine called Storia Illustrata, okay, in in Italy. So, Story Illustrata. Illustrata, right? Story, illustrated Story or yeah. something like that. Yeah. So, uh, thank God they never got it, okay, because. Eventually, the you know the Allies would fight back the Italians and they would leave. Yeah, but you know what's interesting about that um, that Ethiopia story? Yeah. Supposedly, when you look at Ethiopia, technically there's ten locations that say they have the art. Right. Everybody knows that it's only one location, but there's ten locations just to draw off people that go there looking for the art. So yeah, well, 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 one, one, one thing, one thing, thing, one thing. you got to go to 10 level yeah. to probably get to this and, one level. And one thing about the Ethiopian Coptic Church and the belief system, yeah. every church has an ark. Yeah. Every, every church, church has, has a replica. A replica. Now, That's what now, it is, now, how a replica. Will you, it's called a tabit. T-A-B-O-T. Yep. Tabit. A tabit. Okay. Now, certain times of the year it's brought out, it's celebrated, okay? There's parades and this and that, okay? But how do you know one of them's not the real ark? You don't know. Okay? You know. So the Italians were tricked by this. Yeah. Okay? They couldn't figure it out. Okay. And I do have to mention about Haile Selassie. Okay. Haile Selassie the first, formerly known as uh, Rastafari Makonin, he became emperor in 1930. Uh, it was a big ceremony. There were over 70 countries there present. Okay. In, in uh of the world at the coronation of the emperor and, and Queen Makeda. Okay. Uh, not Makeda. Uh, uh, Meninin. Excuse me. Meninin. Excuse me. Queen Meninin. I should know that. You got Makeda on your mind. Yeah, okay. Queen the Sheba. <laughs> right. Now, uh, Haile Selassie, which is translated as Light of the Trinity. Okay. He was the 225th emperor in line from Solomon and Queen Makeda, Sheba. Okay, so in other words, he was a direct descendant of Solomon. Yeah. Okay. Who was yeah. the, who was the son of David? Yeah. So he's a direct descendant down 225. Okay, to him. Wow. Now, I mean, you know, you can't get more holy than that. Nah. You know what I'm saying? Now today, that's where, even holier than the Pope. I think so. <laughs> where, where, where's the Ark today? Now the Ark is sitting in the Church of Mary of Zion yep. in Aksum, Ethiopia. Now, after uh, maybe about 10 years, no, maybe 10, 20 years, after uh, Selassie came back to Ethiopia, to about 1955, 60, they built a special chapel for the Ark next to the church. 
So yeah. when you look at this location, you have the big church, yeah. and then you have a chapel next to it called like the tiny chapel, of, the chapel of the tablet. Yeah, that's where it's, and that's where the ark is. It's guarded 365 days a year, 24/7. Okay, by one guard, who, when he becomes the guard as a young man, he's trained from the guard before him. Now, he's once he enters those gates. He's never allowed to leave his whole life. That's it. And he guards that ark with his life. And then when he's going to die, he knows when he's going to die. Yeah. Okay. He trains the next guy. He trains the next guy. Now, in most cases through history, since they've had this guard there, there's always been a guard. He's been blind. Yep. By the end of his time, he's blind or almost blind. Because you, he's the only one that can see the ark, and it, blind, you think it blinds is you. Is that the reason why? Because he's the only one that can see the ark. You think that's why they go blind? Yes. Yes. Because it's the only thing, and this is, and the problem is, it had to, it had to happen to multiple guards. It's not like many, this the first time. No, no, it wasn't just the first time. Many times. Yeah. Okay. It's it it you know there's been there's been guards I've heard that didn't want the job. You know, and and if you're chosen for that, that's it. That's your, that's your life. But you definitely got to be sitting there you're, with this powerful weapon, and it's probably talking to you. It's probably whispering to you. Well, you I wouldn't call that, it a weapon. I mean, it could be used as a weapon. I'm, but it's I'm just, just saying that you got a powerful well, God, heart. God, 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 look when it when it was in Solomon's temple. Okay. You know, it was believed that God would come down during and, the Day of Atonement and, and, and speak and speak to the priests. Okay, and this is before Christ. I'm not talking about Jesus. I'm talking about you know Old Testament. Wow. And and, and he spoke to Moses. Okay, sitting in between those cherubs, cherubims. Yep. So, I don't deep stuff today, Rob. Let me tell you, but that art, that mystical power. And, and this is the problem. A lot of people believe that if you will open it up, yeah. you will unleash its great power. Yeah. And that's what so many people like the Nazi. That's what they make movie about it. Well, the Raiders of the Lost Ark showed showed the Nazis as the villains in that. And they but opened it, it up, and what happened? They killed them. They ripped them. They the fells and they took I'm sure that's what would happen. Just like that one yeah. guy that touched it by mistake to yeah. put on the car. What happened? Yeah. He was up. burned up. He just burned up. And and this is something that goes on to history. But the art has mystical power. The art, like they were showing. Um, I watched this other documentary by a guy that traveled with the tribes. Yeah. And he went to ten tribes, and they said, "Oh, we have the Calvin in here." And he we, said, "They don't have, have the one. They, they have they, they have the the, the covenant here. Yeah, they have the covenant." And, and then he came up with the other these all have the covenant there's only one place that has the real one yeah when was the last time the covenant was seen by public public centuries probably thousands of years thousands. okay now you want to hear an interesting little little tidbit yeah about seven years ago yes I think in 2011 or 2012 maybe okay the supposedly this was a story that was around for a, a couple of weeks but it disappeared I never knew what happened with it can't find anything online as to what happened. The the church, the chapel sprung a leak. Okay, and for the first time, the ark they would have to move the ark <laughs> to repair the chapel. And everybody was like, "Well, you know, how's that going to happen?" Okay, 
and there was talk of this for a couple CNN ran a story it was in a couple of newspapers you know uh, Associated Press had an article you could find the articles online saying that the chapel had a leak in it Wow. But you can't find anything as to how it was repaired. If somebody could find that, send it to me. All right, because I want to know what well, happened. What was the leak? The leak was from the top? From the roof. The roof or something. Yeah, the roof was leaking. I mean, it's a structure. It can leak. You know? So that means they had to grab it, take it out for them and fix the But leak, who could do that? that? And it was like people wow. were saying, wow, we're going to see the art for the first time in and millennials. And it never happened, right? Yeah, and well, you never heard what happened. The story died. Wow. Just like the Epstein story. Yeah. <laughs> that story's dead too. Wow, man, that was definitely a journey. What, what, um, do you really think the Ark is there in Ethiopia? Like, yes. do you really believe? You really think that's the real one? I believe it. I believe it in my heart. Yeah. I mean, I, it makes sense. Um, Ethiopia, you know, is a holy country. It's the first country mentioned in the Bible that still exists, in Genesis. Yeah. They talk about it, okay? They talk about the River Gihon, which is translated as the Nile, okay? So the Nile River starts in Ethiopia. I mean, it, it, you know, there's other, there's other um, verses that say that Ethiopia has a special place for God. You know, it's funny that you say that, but Ethiopia... It's mentioned the Bible a few times before the covenant even got there. Yeah, in Genesis. And yeah, that's why yeah. I guess that's why when 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 this guy took it from Solomon stole it and they saw angels actually moving it's been like part of God's plan. It was called God plan. Yeah. I need to put this in Ethiopia. That's why you had that weird structure. Because yeah. you know, if I was gonna go for the covenant I would think it's in that weird structure that was built by angel because it was built by angel. It had all this shit that how the hell did they do that? And it's a thing that yeah. it looked like they took a cradle and they built it. It was like it's, it looked like it's surrounded by a forest tree. Yeah, I think made by how do you get down there? They were saying, We well, talk about the rock church, yeah, the rock church. Yeah, but if you get there, they say if you talk about it, there was some kind of way of getting down there. Was yeah, they're, 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 right, shit. there's a way down there that that's. Different, like uh, some stairs or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like they, I have a. I, how home, the fuck? At, who the fuck did at that? At home, I have that? a. S- Sandy had got me a book a few years ago. It's a coffee table sized book, okay, about Lala Bella. And it's fascinating. I mean, there's close up pictures of these several rock churches in there. I mean, it's amazing. How'd that get built? Dude, let me tell you. I watched I watched a video on that and I watched a documentary you gave me. That guy started talking about Christ. And well, all that. that was the guy that wrote the book Jesus in Ethiopia. Oh, my God. Yeah, Jim, that was, Jim Rankin. That was, yeah, that yeah. was fascinating yeah. about Christ. Yeah. And he, like, wrote it. He was really good. He said the, he said when he went there, um, when he went to uh, Tanakirkos Island, yeah. um, the, 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 you know, the old temple was, like, in ruins. It was still there, but in ruins. And they found the actual spot where the ark would have sat. And when they measured it, it was exactly the same, the same size. It sat there. They found what was called meat forks, and these meat forks is what they would kill animals with. And it had the the Levite symbol on it. So they knew it was Levites doing this, okay? And they were still doing animal sacrifices. Now, we got time? Yeah. Okay, one thing too is, 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 uh, uh, briefly I'll mention the Falasha Jews of Ethiopia. Okay, the Falasha Jews were... Jews in Ethiopia that continued the tradition of the first temple, okay, which proves that the Jews in Ethiopia came during Solomon's time. Oh, yes. Okay, 
and because they still when they found these Jews in the, in the 60s or something like that they, they lived like in the mountains away from everybody yeah. okay because so the, the, the country was way. Christian at that point Ali Selassie yeah. okay but but Jews were up you know Falasha Jews were practicing he let them practice he knew about them yeah. but when the country degenerated into chaos it became a problem yeah. in the 70s and Israel actually took them out they airlifted them out of Ethiopia and brought them back to Israel um, but these Falasha Jews they they're, they're, they're black they're Ethiopians yep. they, yep. they yep. did animal sacrifices still to that day oh, so yeah. they you know because Jews after the Solomon Temple didn't do animal sacrifices anymore but these other ones these still, did. still did the old way okay so you knew that that connection had to you know the, the Keber Nagast has to be accurate wow has to be Queen of Sheba story has to be accurate. Yeah, because of, of the, they, they, they found the they found the people. Part. They found the people still doing the same rituals. That, you know? That's incredible. But yeah. I, I got, can I tell you a story? So I'm watching this documentary about the guy, and my fucking apartment started trembling. Yesterday? Yesterday. Really? I'm like, what oh. the fuck? It freaked me out a little bit. Then I kept watching the divorce. And the TV started freaking and shit, and I was like... Somebody telling you something, man. What the fuck's going on I here? I don't know. I don't so know. I watch it. I watch it. I stopped in the middle. I checked the apartment. I went back. I started again. And it just did the same shit again. Oh, wow. That's a sign, It was man. fucking weird. It is weird. That's a and sign. And I'm saying, and I'm like, my hands are standing up. I'm like, motherfucker, what the mic show me? <laughs> You know, I, I gotta thank you, though. Really, this is all seriousness. I gotta, I, I gotta thank you because I've wanted to do this this kind of show for a while, and I didn't know how all you lumped up fuckers would take it. Okay, but when we did the show on the Spirit Destiny last week, it did well. Yeah, and, very and, well. And, and I, I wanted to do kind of another religious topic, but this is important to me. I appreciate you. I, I think next week we're going to touch on another subject. Okay. We're going to get a little biblical again. Uh oh. Noah's Ark. Noah's Ark. Okay. What do you think about that, Mike, for next week's topic? A conspiracy. Where it is? Where is it? They were, was it ever so found? Mount, Mount, people Mount say they found it? Yeah, I mean that's that's. Listen, I can get into it. Yeah, we're going to talk about the, how did this happen. It. We're going to talk yeah, about. I'm, I'm very Old Testament. I'm into but, <laughs> but, but I mean, what do you think about that? For next no, week, we're going to do a. That's a, a, fa- that's a fascinating episode. story. So far, we did the Spirit of Destiny, the Art of the Covenant, and now we're going to do Noah's Ark. Noah's Ark. And notice it's an there's a connection there. Connection. There. Better believe it. <laughs> so for all you people out there, thank you for watching. Yep. Hit Mike up on Instagram, Twitter, Rocket Mike what? Rocket Mike two one two on Instagram, Rocket Mike three on Twitter, and then on the Facebook, Michael Baker B A K E R. Thank you. And people, you can find me at Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Instagram. Purple Rain, any any place that you can think of, a you saloon, can find it. Anywhere so, in oh, East Village. Because yeah. um, we're trying to keep you guys entertained. We're trying to give you a little story. We're trying knowledge. to talk about knowledge. And um, we're definitely we're definitely doing good. The Conspiracy Show is one of the good shows that we have. And yeah, people good. are liking it. People are really good. liking it. And we don't joke around too much. But today was a topic that he really wanted to do. Uh, one day we're going to do the whole history of the Rastafara. 
Rastafari. Which is something yeah. that you're going to have to read me up on that because I really yeah, don't know a lot of that. A, that's going to be a good one. And I go, but we're going to do with where this thing, we're going to do Noah's Ark. We're okay. going to do the Rastafari show, and we're going to follow the star of Jesus and explain that Jesus was born in April, 9 December. <laughs> was not born in December. <laughs> right? So, people, don't get drunk. Get locked, get locked up. up. Have a good one, you fuckers.